0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sober Swole podcast. My name is Jake Howard,
1: and I go by DJ Swirl.
2: Chocolate and vanilla swirl.
0: <laughs> and before we get introducing our guest, who's already having a great time this evening, give a shout out to <laughs> Ro- <laughs> give a shout out to Royalty Nutrition, and to help me out with that, as always, here is Warhorse.
2: Hey, it's Warhorse. Do you want your workouts to look like this? Or do you want your workouts to slay? When Warhorse picks his pre-workout, he wants it to slay. If you want second place, go with somebody else. If you want to be a champion, go.
0: With Royalty Nutrition! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Royalty Nutrition is a veteran owned and operated supplement company that doesn't automatically use the cheapest ingredients in their products to make stuff that helps you reach your fitness goals. Check them out and use the discount code 37HAKE to save you 50% on your entire order. My next shout out of the evening will be to Gorilla Gains. That's Gorilla Gains with a Z. Dot com. Check them out. They're a fitness apparel company that you can wear comfortably in and out of the gym. They also make great equipment that helps keep you safe while you train. Use the discount code Jake15 to save you 15% on that order as well. Now I'm going to turn it over to old DJ Squirrel to tell us about the buy-to-buy empire.
1: What's up, everybody? Uh, it is the holiday season once again. And uh, if you are shopping online or in-store and you find you don't have the time, towing or the muscle to get what you need home, hit us up at buy To buy B-U-Y-T-O-B-Y-E, everywhere you are online, buy2buy.com. Uh, yes, simple made easy. And this is the content creation side of the business, buy To buy Studio. So if you have a podcast, if you have a show, if you've got some brand that you need more awareness drawn to you, if you would like to elevate your current offering, hit us up. We always provide high quality, low cost, at A Sound Decision that is invited by studios everywhere you are. Jake, who we got tonight?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, tonight on the show, we have my friend, Mrs. Heather Watts.
2: Hi. Hi. Nice.
0: <laughs> so Heather, um, so we've known each other for what, like five years, six years, something like that.
3: Yeah, like 2016. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Many, loons, many moons, many moons ago, <laughs> and then um, just getting to know you throughout the years with little bits and pieces. Like you've had a pretty interesting uh, life. Um, so, what all, to the best of your comfortability, what uh, if, tell the people who you are? Where's the echo coming from? Does that mean?
1: No, I think it's coming from her. She's listening it to no, back on her speakerphone.
0: No, oh, that's me. I had my. Oh, uh, that is
1: you. You yeah. amateur. <laughs>
0: ah, I've, only, I've only been doing this for <laughs> oh, you've been doing this for three years. Still can't figure shit out. Anyway,
3: <laughs> I'm in a movie theater. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm Heather. Um, I am really just a nobody, but uh, trying to be somebody like everybody. Um, I used to live in Austin, so I went to hog, I trained with, um, somebody that we all know, um, and that passed away. And, you know, it was one of those things where I went to bodybuilding and now, uh, I have my own thoughts about that. And I changed into about four years later, I finally started competing again and, and I, uh, am doing much better, much happier, went pro and life is really good. The, the a lot of life changes from 2016 to now really really good most of them so pretty i'd say 99 percent of them <laughs> so it's nice well one of those
0: things is you met uh you met your husband rob and uh <clears throat> how did that come about
3: oh um he um he kind of came new to texas and uh because he looks like he does every girl wanted and loved him um He actually uh, was dating somebody on a team of of mine. And after they stopped dating, uh, I kind of slid into his DM and it was kind of accidental. It was very accidental, actually. I had been on a string of four years of ridiculous dating. And if anybody's dating, I am so sorry. So sorry. (laughs) The, uh, The pond out there is quite small and it's full of horrible, horrible people. But I got, I got, I got the last, I think. And uh, we started talking in January of 2019 and we were married by June and we have been amazing ever since we get better every day. I swear to God. And I know that's the cheesiest thing and blah, blah, blah. But people, if they know us, they see our posts and you know, we're pretty crazy about each other.
0: Yeah. You you two dorks are, uh, <laughs> Super (laughs) in love.
3: (laughs) We are. It was funny. I was at my mom's house a couple weeks or maybe a month or some time ago, and um, she was talking about uh, mine and Rob's post. And I go, "Do people think that we're fake?" And she goes, "They just don't understand how you guys can actually be that in love." I'm like, "Do you tell them it's real?" (laughs) She's like, "Yeah." (laughs) She has to explain other things. Like, no, she really does wear heels and mud you know shit like that too
2: like
3: she does dress like that all the time (laughs) or no she doesn't have clothes on most of the time it's to catch 22. (laughs) so my poor mom my poor mom
0: (laughs) (laughs) no oh man (laughs) yeah so um one of the things i really wanted to bring you on the show about was um because you've had such a vast array of life experience and you know like you do model you are very free but um so as a as a coach myself and then um, a competitor once upon a time um i see it's very easy for um a really honestly sexualized industry especially when it comes to the women um for a lot of women to be really just taken advantage of now, I was really want more of your perspective on this. I mean, there was a big article that came out from the Washington Post that uh, was accusing the Mannions of uh, being quite inappropriate. Little, yep. Little Mannion. Yep, and then um, I was just, I mean, is this something that you have ever experienced or have seen? Uh,
3: I mean, I personally, it it's hard to, to describe what's experienced. Um, I think each person's experience is what they make it. Um, I mean, I've been approached by specific individuals, um, you know, and told, you know, if, if you fuck me, it will get farther. I, I chose not to fuck them. And that's, and I'm, and I didn't get farther. And it's not because of that. It's because I didn't have the body for it yet. Like NPC wasn't my thing. I tried real hard. I got down to like, you know, some crazy ass body and Still didn't get there and there's a point where you have to choose how important that plastic trophy really is. Are you willing to, you know, do shit like that to get it? If so, then I think that's a conversation that maybe it's, you know, why? Why are you willing to do that? So but then I have to also kind of look at the other side where there's things that I don't know and situations that I haven't been in, um, that I might that I might not understand. I don't have all the nuances, I don't know all of the details. And so I, I have to keep in mind that, you know, my experiences or your refusal to have said experiences um, are different than others. So and, you know, people will come to, and to me and say, hey, well, this happened to me. And I'm like, well, that sucks. I'm really sorry. Can you tell me why? And because I want to know what their thought process was, because I just I don't have the same one. And I think it's only fair to not just jump on them and say, oh, oh, you're stupid and you're, you're a hoe. It, that's not the, that's not the case. I mean, right. they, they had in mind and how they thought they were going to get there or, or whatever they experienced. It's, it's different. It's, I can't discount it. I can only say what I would have and and have done.
0: Well, so, I mean, coming from a man's side of things, when I first really got into the sport, I mean, I was really naive to a lot of things, um, just in general, like when it comes to eating, training, posing, who, you know, what to say, what not to say, you know, the, the politics side of it but i think there's a lot of there's a lot of uh young women and women in general who really get into the sport the first time and a lot of times it's this is the first time they're getting a lot of that attention oh yeah you know? and i think um you know and this is not i'm not trying to shame anybody for really feeling themselves you know but like i think that a lot of times <laughs> that gets that gets that gets taken advantage of you know what i mean
3: yeah. Oh, it's, it. you know what? It, it happened to me. I mean, you get this body that you, I mean, you work fucking hard for and, and you didn't think that you could get, and, and you're getting attention and you're getting this, um, misdirected, you know, sense of pride necessarily is kind of how I feel sometimes. Um, and I mean, it's, it's that's just what it is we are an instant gratification world we are an instant validation world and this is the fucking place to get it if that's what you want um now realizing that's what's happening i think that's a whole a whole beast in itself i mean it, and it can be depressing when you realize that you're like wow i had you know i had like what 25 30 thousand followers before i deleted that instagram i've gotten mm-hmm. even two and i don't care i used to care i used to have this thing that told me like how many dropped off. it was dumb it was dumb it has all the little statistics in it and who sees it it was so um en- engrossing that it, it you know you start to feel bad about yourself at least i did um you know it affected relationships it affected all kinds of stuff and i just was like this is, this isn't worth anything i don't care about this i saved all the pictures and i was out for like a year and it was great my girl's beautiful <laughs> I mean, they do. And there's so many like disgusting guy predators out there too, that they have to mm-hmm. be really careful.
0: Well, so we have a, a mutual friend that's a, uh, female bodybuilder pro and, uh, her, her DMs are a mess. We laugh about that from time to time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and and, and <laughs> you know, cause she was out, she was out in Phoenix doing, uh, the wings of strength uh rising phoenix show
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i went i went out and ha- i went, went up met up with her and i was like you want to choke me a little bit
2: <laughs> just just Sally. <just> <laughs> killer Sally, <Or>
3: sally. huh <laughs> uh have you ever seen the movie Kill- or the documentary called killer sally i have not yet i've heard it's great it's i've only gotten past it like the second episode but it's there's some sexualization of women on there <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: that that was uh that that was one of the things that when i read that article um you know because there there was always there was like a plethora of like posing sites and like things Mm -hmm. like that to go on and then because there's i mean there's a muscle woman fetish out there for real and then i think especially um especially once the ladies move more into um women's physique and the bodybuilding, you get the real, you know, watch, come over to my house and kick my ass, <laughs> you know, the, the, those, <laughs> those kind of things. And
3: I have, I, have a, I have an opinion on that and it's not popular, which is why you love. It. Um, I feel like a lot of those muscle um, worshipers are bisexual or gay men. And that's the farthest and the closest that they're going to get to a man in a bi or gay relationship is by worshiping their physique. Okay. Well
0: is that well is that kind of like the uh, the powerful CEO that likes getting his nuts stepped on kind
1: of thing? Oh billion. Don't you think? <laughs>
3: yes, I think is I think it is a it's a it's a transfer of power thing um or just hey this is their thing everybody's got a thing let them have their thing that's just my yep. opinion on what
0: yeah that's, I was just it was, it was so just get to get back into the exploitation of the 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 more naive people like right. what are some what are some things what, are, what would some advice that you would give to a young lady getting into the sport or to avoid maybe such things
3: I think that if they're going to have this hobby, um, that they need to figure out why, why do you want to do this? I actually had this conversation with a couple of different people that were trying to get into it and, you know, they were having troubles and I'm like, well, why do you want to do it? I'm like, it's literally, if you don't have like something like a good reason, it's a waste of money and it can be a waste of time and it can be really bad for your mental and your physical and your emotional health. Um, I mean, there's so many things that are good about it. So many things that are bad, but you have to figure out which one and why you're in it. I think that's extremely important if you're in it to get likes, if you're in it to get laid, cool, you're in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> but some people have goals. They're like, I want to go pro. Okay. That's a right. goal or there's, I just want to do bucket list. Mm. Yeah.
0: I have a, like, bucket list people are, I have a great, but also, like, please take it seriously kind of thing.
3: Yeah, I just, I just know people personally who've gotten on stage, and, I mean, I myself shouldn't have been on stage the first time I was, but I had, Mm you know past that. I just didn't know because I didn't know how I was supposed to look. Now I do. Um, but somebody's get on stage and they're like, they, they know they're not supposed to be up there. And it, it, what makes me mad about it is that their coaches tell them that they are comparable to the other people on stage or they make mm-hmm. them believe, make them think that it's going to be OK. And I think it probably just degrades their uh, sense, their self, you know, f- how they look at themselves even more when they get up there. Granted, they should know they wanted to get into this. I'm hoping they researched what your, you know, the goals are to look like up on stage. But it doesn't matter. Some people, some people can put some shit in people's head and they will believe it, and it's sad. And and then they, you know, they're like, well, if you just put this in your body, then you know, it, there's a whole, you know, world that it's really kind of sad. But well, it's my first my first time
0: we'll- on stage was I was a I coached myself i only did novice and i wanted to see what the sport was about you know cool you know and that was and i would and i was like okay now i know what i need to do kind of thing then i'll compete in the open from here on out kind of thing but
3: did you like hey this one's supposed to look like plus you coached yourself so you knew so you had a little bit of knowledge first of what you're going into and what it possibly took.
0: Well, it's, I was a big fan of rich Piana back in the day. I watched all those YouTube videos.
2: What? Hell oh. yeah! <laughs>
0: hell
2: yeah. Like,
0: I got some 5% nutrition stuff right now. Don't tell David though. My, uh, <laughs> royalty <laughs> nutrition. Okay. <guy. laughs> <laughs> no, they make, they make, uh, they're, they make a great nootropic. Mm-hmm. I
2: and don't I, really
3: like think at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Anything I take, it's all revive MD stuff. <laughs> my husband gets it and it's awesome. Um, you know Hunter Labrata and Liv Roth and all of them they they, they mm-hmm. like it. My um, teammates and stuff, my coaches like it too, and it's good shit. So, but yeah, it's crazy to think of Preach piana. God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to, if you want to talk about a guy that really um, kind of preach the same way you preach it was like well this is the life
3: oh i love this him is, yeah you know this
0: is this is the life if you want to look like this this is what you have to do this is the way you you know bop 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 i mean there he definitely did some things that i'm not you know i, I don't agree upon but I, I i appreciated his uh i guess his rawness through it all you know
3: his candor was amazing yes, yes. Like I'm on steroids and I will be on them forever and I won't die. From steroids.
0: <laughs> and lo and behold,
3: <laughs> <laughs> <No stop. laughs> his, his heart exploded.
0: It was crazy. No one saw it coming.
3: That's
0: another thing that we can touch on too, is, um, in order to get that big and stay that big, um, especially I women on steroids is a whole different animal but when it comes to men getting that big and staying that big the the really the drugs that you need to take and maintain on top of you know making sure your food is right yeah 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 mm-hmm. is crazy and that's even if you're doing it the healthy way like with your blood work all the time you're getting the right amount of sleep you're not doing any, any extra curricular drugs in the meantime <laughs> that's enough that's another part of the sport that you don't ever really hear about, but is it's a big deal. A lot of these, um, a lot of people up at the top
3: are just coked out. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, that, everybody has their thing on that too. I'm not mad about it. I think that there's, you know, I, I've been, I've been there, I've done stuff and I think it's, it's whatever they want to do. Sorry. I'm turning turn it on a light. Um, but yeah that you don't know about that at all and that's when some of those impressionable girls and boys could get hurt too Mm -hmm. you know you know if you're if you don't even know that you have an addictive personality you're about to find out
2: through that
3: just the sport itself causes addiction Um, you get addicted to how you're supposed to look every day. You get addicted to, um, your training, you get addicted to your food, you get addicted to your schedule. You get, you're just an addict and you just, it can go so fucking far. I mean, there, you know, you and I know tons of girls from hog that they can't go out to eat at their grandma's fucking birthday and eat a slice of cake. They got to bring their fucking Tupperware tilapia. They can't have a life ever. And it's just like, God what is happening and you know what i I did it too but i got out of it because i could see it and um this prep for me for wbff um was awesome it to the extent where my husband and i went on four vacations we you know ate like we wanted to but in moderation and i just i just did things differently i did a month prep i didn't I didn't force my body into doing something that it didn't want to. And then it, my body on the second responded like that. And so one of my things is like, I can, you can live, you can have a life, you know, buckle down when you're to like but you don't have to have this just macro man life, your food and your life don't have to be the same boring.
0: Right. Well, so I can, I came in, I came into the sport already sobered. I did my first show, uh, just over a year, um, sobriety. Mm -hmm. And then it was, as I focused my addiction into another addiction really. And I have I've said repeatedly, um, bodybuilding saved my life, honestly, because it made me realign and figure out that, um, you know, I don't need this, this, and that to get by and I can, you know, I can focus my addictive energy to somewhere else. And, uh, and I, that's, it was, it was great when I was rocking and rolling. The, the hardest part I had, speaking of additions, was when I moved out here and started, uh, you know, when I became a father, it was like I had to kind of step back and realign because I'm not going to miss, especially when my kids are so young, I'm not going to miss a lot of their life <clears throat> being in a prep as much as yeah. I would really love, as much as I would really love to be like, I miss that being on stage feeling. And I miss being as big as I can be and as lean as I can. Cause let's just be real. I look fucking good when I'm <laughs> in shape. And, um,
3: you love looking, you know, lean, but man, I, I sure like my, my body is probably right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's good for a day, but, Oh, you feel so good the next day after you eat that pancake or that anything.
0: Yeah. Oh, man.
3: But, man, we look good on stage for that. Yeah. So, awesome. it, awesome. it's it's I was looking. though, too. It's hard. This shit is not yeah. easy. You get on stage in three months and it's good. No, it is hard. So, you can either figure out a way to make it easier and manageable or... Yeah, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad for you.
0: Oh, thank you. Sorry you you broke up. Like oh it's it's wild. My uh my son will be here like soon.
3: You you gotta stop having kids. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's not happening.
3: Ryan agrees. Whoa. Whoa.
1: It's not Whoa. happening. It's not happening. This man
3: <laughs> of your wife and that's Fucking amazing. He's she's a trooper.
0: <laughs> she I was talking to my buddy, I was talking to my buddy Bryn when we were out quail hunting. And he goes, Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I was talking to my uh my buddy Bryn when I was out hunting, I was telling him what's up. He goes, Jesus Christ, get off of her. <laughs> I
3: was like, what, am I, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> You can put a raincoat on. That usually helps the storm. No,
0: so this whole this last one <laughs>
3: oh, was
0: no. was raincoats and like pulling out, even though wearing raincoat and like what happened? why She's she's Mexican. I'm Irish. With our powers combined, we're the, <laughs> we're the most fertile people known to man.
3: <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I, <laughs> But I don't know. I can't say much. My son uh, conceived somehow. We were drunk as shit. But there was birth control and all this other stuff. But something went wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, something. I mean, I was a birth control baby.
3: Something went wrong.
0: <laughs> got those, got those, uh, those magic genes. Like, no, it's gonna happen.
3: Nip <laughs> though, because that, that. Well, blood. so. Th-
0: so I'm. So I've called. I have to. I have to get reestablished with the VA doctor, and then Dick
3: I. Top. What? Dick Chop in Austin. There's one. His name is Dick Chop, and he literally does.
2: Woo!
3: <laughs> Bring a- His name uh, is <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go see Doctor Dick Chop.
3: Doctor. He he was made and born for his <laughs> role. We looked him up just because we are laughing. <laughs> Robin, I like to look up <laughs> <laughs> it's it makes for happy marriage. <laughs> oh, yeah. You talk and you think you it's like, I'll Google that. Mm-hmm. It could be dangerous. <laughs>
0: so um you you said tell me about this uh about your your sauna
3: oh I love yeah so uh we have an oxygen sauna and it you can make oxygen water which i I didn't do this morning but i usually do it every day i wake up and you have like a Carafe of water you put this wand in there and you you're hooked up to actual oxygen and a generator it creates um these oxygen bubbles and you can smell the oxygen in the water and you drink that and then um usually then i'll get another glass into this sun one of those portable saunas i put that too Sitting there for 20 to 30 minutes with the oxygen you know filling up your your blood cells and then you're drinking the oxygen water. And one of the things that our bodies lack most, which, um, you know, cancer thrives on is lack of oxygen in our cells. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a, there's like a 72 page study. That's um, a problem. It's, it's really very informative. Um, Nikola Tesla actually helped invent this technology. So um, I can tell that it works. I used to have such a hard time doing cardio. I don't have that. I, don't, I hardly breathe heavy doing cardio. And I do sprints uphill at 27 incline for 20 and 40 seconds at a time. Um, I mean, it's it's awesome. I feel it. The, I mean, just the sauna itself helps with inflammation. Um, two days before my show, I woke up with the, the flu. It was like 100, 100 degrees, 102 degree fever. Um, I got in there. And then I drank some NyQuil and four hours. I was good. That's good to go. So I uh, did it for about, it's probably about two months now. I love it. And it's awesome. It's I think it's one of our best investments that we've ever had. And one of the reasons that um, we got it was, you know, um, supposed to help, you know, just muscle tissue and back pain, just different things like that. Also, because, like I said, one of the leading things that cancer is lack of oxygen. Two different kinds, and I'd like to not have them again.
2: Yeah,
0: that's what I was going to ask you about. So it's it's you're not just a competitor, Billy Badass. You are you've you've beat two forms of cancer.
3: Yeah, I mean they weren't terrible. One was skin cancer. Um, You know, when the doctor first saw it, they thought it was like stage two, which was shitty and. And it ended up being like one millimeter under that. So stage one, they just were able to do surgery. It was on my back. I have like this vagina shaped um, tattoo. Um, That's cool. Um, And then um, literally two weeks after I found out about that one, I found out that I had cervical cancer. (laughs) Wow.
2: (laughs) Woo.
3: that day that I found out, I was literally about to get in the shower to get ready for a photo shoot for a magazine. And um, my husband was like, we're going to cancel the shoot. And I was like, no, we're good. And so the photographer came and he's one of our he's he's one of the best. He's one of our favorites. Um, He came I got in and out. I think I got ready in like 30 minutes. Let's do it. And then it was turned out to be some of the best photos I've ever taken.
0: (laughs) Was that was that when you did the what magazine was that? That was the,
3: uh, habit magazine. It was the, the habit for spring of 2022. Yep. So that was the day I found out I had a second cancer and here we go.
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm naked.
3: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> no, well,
0: so, fun that's that's <laughs> something I've told, I've told people too. <clears throat> There's a, a lot of people that, uh, you know, it's, it's not that they're necessarily uncomfortable with doing a photo shoot. It's just they're, like, scared of it. And I said, well, as long as you're doing stuff that you're comfortable with doing, you do the shoot. You know, I mean, you're not going to look like this forever. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, you're going to want to have some crap that you're – something that you can look back on and be like, see, grandma was hot as fuck. You know. <laughs>
3: you have to be naked. you can can have all kinds of range of, you can have a dress on. I mean, it's, it's whatever shoots comfortable for you. I mean, really, and I didn't actually like my body at all, even after my first and second competitions. And I started doing shoots, um, that were much more risque in an effort to love myself. Um, the, the turning point for me on how I looked at myself, honestly, um, for these shoots and and stuff like that was I was getting ready for a shoot and I wasn't in prep and a friend of mine was like oh you don't you don't do shoots when you're not in prep because you don't look your best I'm like well, I think I look right and then yeah. that kind of motion the platform that I still have is you should love yourself in every form which I I falter you know there's sometimes kind of, fuck this body you know you know but everybody does but I mean in, mm-hmm. in the you not do. It. When you are ripped and you should feel comfortable with yourself and your body and as i got more comfortable and you know my husband is a huge part of that he he just adores me and you know i'm sure your wife feels the same when when you're you're adored by somebody who's just makes you feel like a thousand percent every day that you wake up getting naked is way easier <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i i've um you know I've, I've really struggled with a lot of uh, body dysmorphia a lot still do like i uh i was telling ryan was it last week or two weeks ago it was i took uh i was in the i was in the garage like i'm finally you know after my back uh, uh is feeling better i was in i'm back to training and moving and feeling good and i was i was deadlifting for real for the first time and i was like all right i'm gonna hit some poses i want to see what i really look like you know so i I set my camera up i do my poses and i and i go and look at everything i went
2: (laughs) because
0: i am far from uh what i was probably the last time you saw me but like i am i have to remember that um i'm like that not because i hate myself but it's because i changed my priorities and it's you know i'm not necessarily unhealthy
3: What an awesome way to fucking think like this isn't my fucking priority right now. My priority is my family, you know, and, and that's how it should be like this can come in and out. It's never going to leave. It's always going to be there. I mean, do it, don't do it, but find there's, there's a happy medium. I really believe that there's a happy medium in everything that we do. We just have to accept it. And I think that's a huge, people do not accept medium because it's not okay to other people. And happy medium is amazing they
0: should try it. well it's, I'm not uh, I'm not currently satisfied that's because I'm soft as shit because I haven't been training for a while but um, I, I, one of my big things though is even though I am really focused on being the best dad <clears throat> and husband I can be it's I would I really don't want my kids to be raised around a bum either. It's, you know, it's, you know, dad is, dad is strong. Dad is, you know, I'm not huge, but dad is big. Dad is, you know, and he's, He
3: cares about himself and dad cares about his body and, you know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Health that's, is really important in our house. You know, yeah. that kind
3: of- Yeah, I think that's missing in the whole world. Actually, it's just America. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dumb and fat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's bad. It's bad. It's, it's sad. Honestly, I say it personally a lot. Too. It's sad. But raise the kids to, Right.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. You see the kids, what?
3: Raise them to eat. Right.
0: Yep. And it's, I was, I was thinking about this today and I was talking to Brittany and I was like, cause it was one of the kids was, you know, I don't like this and I'm not going to eat this. And I was thinking, And I looked at her, I said, our kids have never been hungry, you know, and you know, it's, it's one of those, like, I'm like, I'm really grateful for that as much as, as frustrating as that is, but it's like, our kids have never like starved for real where they just had to shut up and eat.
3: Yeah. Well, I think that's an amazing thing to be able to provide for your kids at the same time we're like oh shit maybe they should be hungry for a minute <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> that white trash starts to kick in like listen here
3: <laughs> i gonna feed you beans for three nights
1: i thought that's what camping was for
3: <laughs> <laughs> i like beans <laughs>
1: no 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 there's no that's no there's no no slight to beans that's <laughs> That's a slight to camping.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, camping's great. I go with uh, my buddy Nate out here. We go, uh, we find spots up up, up north and up in the mountains and we go, okay, we're going out. <laughs> Suffer. <laughs> no, camping
1: isn't a bad experience. It's just if you want to talk about deprivation, if you want to give your kids the insight of starving or not having you know electronics and all the stuff that they're accustomed to, then taking them camping, not glamping, but just tent <laughs> on the ground, build a fire, like straight up, uh, caveman style. Um oh, I did they-
3: camping like that's awesome. I love it.
1: Yeah. Kids- My girl saw it on TV in a show we watched, and then they were like, "Let's go camping." I go, "Yeah, let's." <laughs> <laughs> we'll nope. never go again never go again dude i
0: i love that i love getting out in his like uh i took i took uh my stepson out quail hunting and i had him just like you will st- okay we're all online you're gonna stand right behind me that's that's it you're not getting in front of me you stay two steps behind me and we were just at, but you know we were just we were just out walking out in the out in the desert for hours. And he was just like, Oh, what's the what kind of plan is this? What is this? What's that over there? Hey, can I shoot your shotgun? And I laughed because he's nine. And <laughs> so, absolutely.
3: <laughs> That's amazing though. Did he shoot it? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> well, oh, it, was, yeah. it was
0: more, it was more of I held it for him and then let him shoulder it and pull the trigger. But so, you know, he wouldn't, you know, fly back 80 feet and <laughs> But yeah, he he, and then I carry my uh I carry a Ruger nine nine mil with me just in case any any like javelinas run up on me because I fucking hate those things. And uh, javelinas are like they look like pigs, kinda, but they're actually a rodent. (laughs) And I I loathe them. I let him shoot my nine. He was thought that was really cool. (laughs) I was like, got him.
3: (laughs) Well, that's an experience you should have, though. Guns are amazing. <laughs> there, sorry I guys, get a, a charger. I know that light wasn't good.
0: Yeah, you're good. I have a, I have a few weapons. A few. <laughs> Do you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I have never been a. Uh, I don't, don't want to like collect an arsenal, but I have. You know, here's my home defense. Here's my. Here's my obviously hunting shotgun for birds and shit. And here's. Uh. A rifle, <laughs> you
3: know. The best thing was when uh when I found out that I had cancer, my husband and took me to the gun shop and bought me an AK an AR. <laughs> <laughs> we have matching, and it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> gun shop, I'm like, yeah.
2: <laughs> you want me? to be- <laughs> Yeah, you know
0: I. He's the best. Ne- <laughs> Rob and I have never met ever. We've we don't, we've never talked ever, but I think we get along pretty well. I think.
3: <laughs> yeah, my husband is um, definitely a Second Amendment
0: man. Kind of, kind of guy. <laughs>
2: yes,
3: we both no, are. But. He grew up in oklahoma and you know he's been hunting and shooting and all that his whole life and i grew up in kansas where uh i i walked in um to the pig we had a pigs uh like a trough and you know they eat anything and i got stuck in my boots so i'm the girl that runs off the boots thinking they're gonna eat me Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i I am a country it just took a little bit i had to go back
0: (laughs) i mean they might have depends on how hungry they were
3: I mean, that's how they got rid of people in the mob, right? I mean, you know, the supposedly this um, mafia thing. <laughs> so I think it would probably be me that they eat. <laughs> yeah, it, it was bad. It was bad. I, I was not uh, it was not me. I'm, I'm so glad that people change over the years and they don't stay who they were because God, I was a horrible bitch back then. <sighs>
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's another thing. We talk about this on, on the show a lot with uh, with our guests is it's like, thank goodness you can grow. Thank goodness you can, you know, become a, a different human being as you get older. Because I've I've said it before a lot, and it's true, it's um, Brittany would have not talked to me. You know, 10 years before we met, because oh. I was, you know, I was a sloppy shit wreck drunk falling down because it was, you know, a Monday night after work kind of thing. And then, yeah, then I was, see, at my heaviest, I was like 315, you know, and I'm, I'm not a tall man, so I was shaped Five like a ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, so here I am a, a living drunk ball, pretty much. That's basically, a... <laughs> but yeah,
3: it's. Thank, thank goodness. Like, yeah, I, um, I'm so happy about that fact. <laughs> I'm sure Rob wouldn't have probably wanted to be with me. I might not have wanted to be with him ten years ago. I mean, shit. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I I do like growth a lot as a person. I feel like uh, one one good thing about bodybuilding was it did teach me how to grow as a person. Mm-hmm. And it taught it, it. taught you a different avenue for your addiction, and it, it. I think it taught me how to start looking at things differently. I had to go through a bunch of experiences, you know, that people talk about the dysmorphia, the the addiction to it, uh, you know, the validation, all, all the bullshit, uh, in order to be able to actually come back and say this is bullshit. And it's one of those. I made it through things, and there's a lot of people that don't.
0: You can if if you have a a strong mind through it all you can really take away a lot of really positive lessons from your entire experience as Mm -hmm. a as a competitive athlete because it really if you if you really let it it can teach you a lot about you and i think in order to become a better like partner for someone you really need to figure your own bullshit out to the best of your ability first and then find somebody else that can help tie up the loose ends
3: oh yeah Absolutely. Yeah. And that's such a that's such a great way to say that, um, you know, Rob and I are very yin and yang. And I mean, it we have a lot of cheesy shit to say about each other, but it's also true. Like, you know, he, he, he completes me, but he does. It's <laughs> it's not just a Jerry McGrath. It's not just one of the best lines. It's true. Um, and all those things you used to think were dumb and cheesy, then they come to you and they slap you in the face. And you're like, oh, OK. okay. <laughs>
0: I guess I'm cheesy now.
3: <laughs> I don't care. I love it. <laughs> That's
0: good. No, like I'm all about it. Like I'm not a,
3: I'm not a relationship hater. You know, like. Never... <laughs> but there are relationship haters. What the fuck oh is yeah. That about? <laughs> I've you know, been through a few. Have... <laughs> <laughs>
0: people just gotta have something to bitch about. It's just, and if you know God, if they. Yes. If they t- t- Tired of bitching about their life they might as well take it out on yours right
3: it's i think it's that whole adage, misery loves company mm-hmm. and when you're not miserable anymore those people don't want your company but they sure don't want in you to be anybody else's company either and it's it's a little bit insane there's some insane people out there we know a few together
0: i don't i i don't know what you mean oh I, uh, uh. <laughs> Well, David, cheese, cheese is good. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> that, that that Gouda cheese. Yeah, but um, I was going to tell you. Okay, so let's we we tangented pretty hard.
3: <laughs> what am I? Doing? So, I don't even know what I'm, I'm here for.
0: <laughs> so, um, you recently earned your pro status in the WBFF. Yes. So, all right. First off, congratulations! Thank you. Like I'm really proud of you because you was, it was, it was, we, We've talked, you know, intermittently about you know you really are like I'm gonna do this shit, and I was like, well, yeah. If anyone is, it's you. You uh, stubborn ass. You're gonna.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've had a, you know I've had a lot of fucking amazing support from just people and friends and and people in the WBFF. It's been pretty. It's been a fucking amazing experience, is what it's been
0: yeah so in in your i've seen you talk about this before but i would like on our show (laughs) your your opinions uh your the differences between uh the wbff and the uh, npc ifbb
3: Uh, i'll preface it with these are my opinions it doesn't mean that's everybody's opinions it's just what i've seen and experienced so now we're over that um the difference between the two is WBFF is called World Beauty Fitness and Fashion, and it emphasizes fashion and modeling and aesthetic. Um, it doesn't just emphasize muscle and striation. I mean, you know, the two percent body fat. It's it's a lot different. Um, they don't want the women to look like they do in figure and and PC or in physique. Um, they they want the softer. And, you know, they want them to look like a woman. Um, they want them to be pretty. They want them to be marketable. Um, and, and you also get judged on everything in WBFF. So for instance, we have check-ins on Friday nights for, for my shows that I've been in. And um, when you come to check-in, it's not like NPC, we're in your robe and you're hand and you're disgusting and you stink you are dressed to the nines you have a gown on or something just i mean it's like a adult prom it's it's great it's like a music awards almost um you show up and you look amazing the next day. Um, they, they all have the same makeup and tan and all that stuff. So you all have the same like chance. There's not going to have somebody that does your makeup like a unicorn and you go on stage looking like, like an asshole. They're not going to let them do that. So there's, there's a bunch of congruency there. I like that too. Consistency. Um, and it's just so much fun. The people and the women that I have met in WBFF are more mature. They are just in general, like age-wise, and attitude. Um, you know, they they care about each other. They're helping each other backstage. We're not just looking at each other and kicking each other because I think you have less body fat. And blah, blah, blah. it's a different it's a different atmosphere. It's a lot different atmosphere for me. Um, it's an actual support system, and you know that who want, who doesn't want to wear these badass bikinis? That's another huge difference. NPC has the standard. Um, you know, triangle bikini, everybody's basically looks the same. It's just the stones are different and some different accessories. Everybody looks the same basically on stage. Um, in WBFF, these bikinis can be anything your creative mind wants them to be. And they're, they're complicated. They're simple. They're gorgeous. Um, then you have like if you're in bikini for instance you then get to come out later in an evening gown these evening gowns are off the charts i mean they're like evening gowns that people are wearing on red carpets at the at the acma awards and shit like that they're gorgeous and then if you're in fitness like i am you can wear the bikini and then you get to wear a costume like theme wear i i, I just can't it's it's amazing um the atmosphere
0: um, and i've people- never watched I'm sorry. I mean to cut you off. I've never watched the WBFF show. So, um so NPC IFBB fitness is there's like a athletic routine attached to it. Yes. Um so there's- WBFF fitness is
3: So fitness still- is fitness is the category and it's it basically I mean quads and abs and you know um, just an overall aesthetic is and beauty and how you look and you know that that's all fitness in wff it doesn't have that we do have a choreographed routine but not like fitness where they're doing gymnastics in npc so that's different
0: so a, a choreographed routine is it more of like a dance
3: uh, for us, it's different posing, but it can be, you know, NPC and IFBB have, like, you know, their their standard poses. There's, like, five. You can do whatever you want here. You can twirl around, which I did a whole lot of. Um, I mean, all kinds of just whatever suits your body, suits your suit, whatever you want to do. So you're, it's your routine. If you mess up, nobody knows but you. So, yeah, but it is different. The fitness in NPC IFBB is more actual athletics where they're doing the gymnastics and they're doing the push-ups and they're and they're doing that so yeah
2: Yeah.
0: okay rad so um what are the uh what are the uh, what are all the
3: categories Uh, B is bikini do you want just women's i guess
0: yeah uh, sure
3: (laughs) (laughs) little guys with no legs there (laughs) (laughs) there's Hammock guys, and then there's guys that are running Coleman, and I just can't handle that. So <laughs> that's <not> guys. <laughs> um, the women in NPC, there's bikini, there's figure, and uh, physique. Fitness is a category that there's actually not a lot of people in in NPC because it's the athleticism and the gymnastics and stuff. I know mm-hmm. personal. People. That's it. Um, and then there is bodybuilding for women, and for a while. It had been taken out of the sport because of the fact mm-hmm. that people were complaining that there was no femininity in it anymore, and well, they were right, there wasn't any femininity, and it took away from that um but people also I heard you know over research and stuff, documentaries, different things complained when the bikini part came in because a hundred thousand girls came in wanting to be bikini, and it messed up the show and the aesthetic that these other girls who were doing figure and stuff for so long were trying to promote so those are the categories in npc uh wbff has bikini and then you have fitness wellness they have a figure as well um you know it's kind of the same proportions and stuff like that but you don't have to mm-hmm. do those weird poses um and then that's it that's they don't go any higher they don't want okay. you to and they have a men's category and oh they also have oh, my favorite category is transformation okay it's beautiful
0: what's when it comes to uh the men's side of things, it really kind of. So the man who founded this with his wife is Paul Delette, and yes. for for those who don't know, like Ryan, are you able to pull up a picture of uh, Paul Delette real quick? Like an old one. <laughs> yeah, back when you back in his prime, Paul Delette. Frankenstein. Yeah.
1: Give me a minute. Yeah, go ahead and keep talking. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. But um he was a uh, like a he was a. You know, late eighties, nineties, mass monster dude, he was fucking huge. Mm-hmm. And um notoriously his posing wasn't the best. Um, because I mean, if you ever watch a Paul Dillette posing routine, it's like ooh, he didn't practice that too much. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but um but it's it's it, it, it amazes me that he is the head of this organization, that it's all about beauty and grace and not being you too big
3: pull up a before picture and then a picture of him now where he's definitely about fashion and and you know that um you can you can see a huge difference. You know, he didn't like where the the sport was going, he didn't like where it was headed and he wanted women to look a little bit different, so he created this one and you know, it's it's not more exclusive by any means it's not the correct word um it's just i I think it's i think more mature might just be the better and i'm not saying that there's not mature people in NPC because you know god knows everything can be taken out of context but Mm
2: -hmm.
3: but this is a little bit more mature for sure
0: yeah but you know i i like uh i like listening to lee priest interviews he talks about all the time where him and paul delet were living together Oh god, I With need to the, lose You know those up, but they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, yeah, you know the Australian guy and the British guy talking about you know eating and training and the nonsense they would get in. But um, yeah, that's it something that I was. I've always been like, okay, so Paul Telet, <laughs> one of the first one of the first bodybuilders that was like Photoshop memed because he was already ridiculous looking.
3: Yeah, he didn't even He's have like, to be. He yeah. was just huge. You know what's funny is i didn't i didn't know that before i got into it but then when i started researching it and i realized all of this i was like holy shit!" and then you go back and you see generation iron and um you know shit like that and you're like oh i remember him oh i remember him he's on mm-hmm. this other movie called killer sally that one that i was talking to you about too he's in there yeah well,
0: yeah. It, well is it is it showing pictures of him then or
3: it was or- the so the, the, the it's a documentary about a female bodybuilder who did the muscle fetish stuff. She just sold VHS tapes. Um, she got tons of money to go to have to have men over her house or have go to their house and choke them out and wrestle them. And I mean, it's exactly what that Washington post article was kind of about, but she was happy to do it. So she knew right. what was going on. There's Paul. There oh, there he is. That's fucking insane. <laughs> so do you have a picture of him now
1: I do not but he does not look <laughs> no, the same no no, <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> no. Um, it, I mean just look at that <laughs>
2: yeah
0: he, now um, he's he's, de- he's definitely sized down and um, I don't know too much about his wife um,
3: she's Canadian. They have two beautiful daughters. Um, I saw them, they, they're dancers, the daughters are, they um, danced on the world stage. They have, uh, it's like the Super Bowl of WBFF. And so it's like, it's also just amazing. It's like the Olympia for WBFF. And uh, okay. I saw perform on that. And they're gorgeous little girls. They're not little by any means anymore, but mm-hmm. as she, um, and I don't know, you know, hardly anything about her. I know that she is kind of the the brain and that you know the beauty behind it, and she's uh she's really sweet from what I hear. Hopefully, I'll find out someday because you know once you get the first pro show, I believe is one of the biggest ones because why wouldn't I do that? Of course, of course, go big or go home. <laughs> <I'll> be there, <laughs> <laughs> but we're just we're just starting to train for that kind of now. I'm still in that you know <laughs> the whole bulking phase. I'm not bulking. <laughs> I refuse and i don't i am going to get over everybody thinking you have to get fat to to gain muscle i'm not doing right. it
0: right that's that's another thing that uh i'm glad it's coming to a a slow death God. Um, <laughs> but like that's uh there is a whole um there is a whole uh, misconception that you need to be, if you're a, if you're a 260 pound bodybuilder, you need to be 320 in your off season.
3: Why? Why
0: can't you just, you know, (laughs) it's going to be okay. Just lay off the sauce for a bit, take a break, you know, stay, get in your routine. Of course, do what you got to do to grow, but like your body needs, you can make it happen. Just chill.
3: And what about the sauce like that's the other thing is um i've i've noticed um you know i took Anavar back in the day and i i mean every now and then but i don't i don't like Anavar it doesn't i don't think it does anything for me so i'll take it anymore um but i would never take anything past that uh sarms but those are like so low-key that you could give mm-hmm. them, to them and they would be like me so but i didn't take anything after that and that was just my own choice um mm-hmm. you know on, I, I took Clint at the beginning. I had a horrible coach. my first coaches was not, not good. My fault. That was my naivety, naivety, and um, you know that's some these girls and guys that get into this too. They get shitty snowed over coaches that had one competition under their belt, and then they ruin other people. And that's kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. So I took that whole like prep, and um, I was batshit crazy. Never took it again. So, but. You get past that and you have all this sauce that people are on and then they just blow up because they can't function without it
0: yeah I, the uh there, the amount of women who ruin their bodies for the rest of their lives for a cheap trophy blows my mind and it's it's just and it goes back to the <laughs> It goes back to the being naive and it goes back to being taken advantage of or letting yourself being taken advantage of one way or the other. And um, it's nuts.
3: That's where that All
2: right.
3: the Wall Street Journal thing comes in where I'm like, you know, it, you, you know what choice. I know whenever I allowed somebody to take photos of me, what their photos were going to be used for. And I made that decision at the time. These girls, you know, something in their head put that this trophy and whatever this was promised to mm-hmm. them important enough that they could dick those pictures out there and then be ashamed for the rest of their lives. So then you have to look back 20 years later and you're like, I still have to remain anonymous because of it. Was it worth it? I think girls no, it. That's, 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 it. Another,
0: that's why I really wanted to talk to you about this. Cause you're a very free person. That's been a, I'm going to do what I want kind of thing ever since I've known you. So, I mean, I don't think you've done anything that you, necessarily regret. So I mean that's why that's why I wanted your opinion really.
3: Not regrets. Yeah. No, no I I don't get it. That's that's where that whole mindset where I like okay I don't know the details but I also just don't get it. Say no. I don't want to do this. That's it.
0: There you go. Um so you've you've recently retired from the workforce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does what does a retired person who also models and is a professional athlete do
3: uh, a lot of shit I just don't sometimes I wonder what the fuck I do all day um for real though busy all the time we have two dogs and one of them is a Doberman and he's he's pretty high maintenance so he's uh he's a he's a he's on the plate every day and you know um I do still do uh projects um I like consulting for firms I'll do those um you know because I, I want to. I don't ever want to get rid of it forever I like it it's it's you know I've 25 years, um, but I don't like people. <laughs> mm-hmm. so that part of it, but um, it, it's it's been the the biggest blessing that I've had. It came right around the time when I had a, my hysterectomy, uh, and so you know not having to work and go through that it was. I, I don't even know how somebody would have been able to do both. I mean, and I've, I've been, you know, one of those people that worked 60, 80 hours a week pretty constantly and then trained and did all this stuff. And now I look back at my health and I'm like, how did I do that. I also know how I made it through college. So it's kind of thing. But it's uh, my mental health is so much better. Um, I did family law, obviously, you know. But, but. that is just. It's people are not good to each other at all anymore in any sense of the word. And to see that unfold over and over and over again and then children be in the middle and used as leverage and these shitty ass parents and shitty just people. We got participation trophy kids getting divorced. And it's not anything again. <laughs> so it's retired is awesome. I I take care of home. I do, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that my my whole job, um, you know, for me, make sure that my husband is able to. He needs to provide, and and I make sure he he never has to do anything else because that's that's a good handoff. You know, I'm gonna keep care of you because you keep care of me. It's not, it's not hard. It's, it's, it's Life. I love it.
0: Well, good, good. I'm glad.
2: <laughs> <Let's> see. Ooh.
0: <laughs> well i mean that's uh that's all i gotta really talk to you about today tell uh tell everybody where they can find you if you want them to find you
3: well if you want to find me i'm on instagram uh it's mrs watts wbff and um i have my own little Wednesday wellness that I can't wait for you to come on because your story is amazing. And I want to hear everybody to hear about it. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram that way.
0: And what is your Instagram handle, ma'am?
3: Mrs. Watts WBFF pro.
0: This girl's thinking she's the first page of Instagram and shit when they log in. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well thank you so much ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to the Sober Swole podcast yeah. once again I am Jake Howard
1: Woo! and I go by DJ Swirl
3: I'll talk to
1: Heather.
0: you hey stay on for a little bit after hey. we uh, kick off here
3: Ooh, we gotta talk about that
2: thing
0: yeah absolutely
2: <laughs> hey it's Warhorse. do you want your workouts to look like this Or do you want your workouts to slay? When Warhorse picks his pre-workout, he wants it to slay. If you want second place, go with somebody else. If you want to be a champion, go with Royalty Nutrition. Mm -hmm.